Can you believe it's time for some baseball? We are literally just uh, two days out from Major League Baseball. And you know when there's anything big going on in the world of sports, we are going to give you free coverage right here at Better Than Vegas. Today, we are going to be previewing the American League. We're going to take a look at some futures, teams' odds to win their divisions. We'll talk about the 15 American League teams today. Tomorrow, we'll jump in and talk about the 15 National League teams before baseball ends up uh Beginning on Thursday this week, Beho, Kyle, fellas, ready to so rock and roll. I know. It's baseball time. It's like I mean, it snuck up because the way that the schedule, everything is a little bit off this year because the Super Bowl being just a week back. It's so funny that like the one yeah. week back bumped everything backwards and now it's all like off. And, and then with then, the lockout and Yeah, all they're that. a week yes. later. And by the way, aren't the days go, still going by fast from the hour ahead thing? I don't know yeah. what the hell is, but ever since the, that daylight savings bullshit, I think every day is flying by. Like, like daylight savings should be outlawed. Um, it's, so, it, that bullshit. I think they did do that, right? Is yeah, that it's it's in the works. It's in the yeah. works. So it's um, not done yet, but it's I, it's just it's weird working. to me. Every day, I'm like, how is it seven o'clock? I don't even understand. Ted Cruz I'm... finally doing something for the people. Yeah, Ted so Cruz for the people. We'll hang out for uh, about an hour or so with you. We'll preview the American League. We'll start in the American League East. We'll mention some of the new acquisitions, some stuff that we like about each team, positives, negatives, any teams that we're looking to play. So we might as well kick things off in the American League East. And what's very interesting uh, about this division this year, guys, is the first team that we talk about normally in this division would be, you know, the Yankees, the Red Sox, maybe even the Rays. But no, 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 no. This year, it's the Blue Jays who are actually the second favorite to win the World Series in all of Major League Baseball. The Blue Jays are favored to win the American League East. And you can see the number right here. It's in the plus 170-ish range for the Blue Jays, depending on where you're looking. I think it's 175 right here. We're looking at BetUS. You can sign up with the promo code BTV there over at BetUS. So they're plus 170. They're over under. If you're just betting on their wins is around 92 and a half. Fangraphs has them projected at 92 wins. So right around that over under total. ESPN has them number two in the power rankings and they are plus 850. If you wanted to bet them to win the World Series, which is the second choice. And, you know, you go through their lineup. Springer, Bichette, Vlad Guerrero, Teoscar Hernandez, Matt Chapman, Gertie L, uh, Kirk Biggio, Jansen, and then their pitching staff with Barrios, Gaussman, Ryu, Alex Manoa, 24-year-old stud. He struck out 127 in 111 innings last year. This dude can legit throw. Uh, the bullpen is ranked number 13 by Fangraphs, which is a site that I'll reference quite a bit. It's one that I really love to use for my projections. Um, and maybe their defensive outfield is a weakness, but Kyle, this team is pretty strong from top to bottom. They have a couple legit MVP candidates on their squad. Absolutely. I mean, really only the real concern with the Blue Jays, and you'll probably see them address this, and it was kind of the scenario last year, because they don't have a lot of left-handed hitting yep. in that lineup. It's very right-handed dominant. So we'll have to see if they struggle against righties, if they can get some of those uh, – you know, advanced metrics up against right-handed pitching, they're not going to be able to really platoon, right? They're going to be throwing out righties every day. So one thing you'll be looking at all year long, you'll hear me scream it till, you know, the cows come home and it's kind of similar with the White Sox as well. Team totals for the Blue Jays when they're facing left-handed pitching because they should absolutely mash left-handed pitching. 
They should smash left-handed pitching this year. They do. I mean, when you just look at the rotations, I know that if Severino sort of steps up, the Yankees have a decent rotation. But I'll tell you, uh, that rotation is pretty. Uh, the addition of Kevin Gausman is a big addition. That's a stud pitcher right there. Of course, they added Barrios last year from the Twins. Uh, Ryu Manoa. Alec Manoa is a good young pitcher. He was a little bit rough. It happens all the time. You come from the AAA, you have a couple rough starts. But once he got going, he was a strikeout machine. Yep. Uh, I think the Blue Jays are the uh, sort of the clear favorite in this division. But this is a division where there's four teams that won't shock you if they win the division. So you probably can get some value on the futures if you're not taking the favorite. I probably won't bet the Blue Jays, but I understand they, they are the justifiable favorite. And you can see why none of the teams in this division have necessarily outlandish, like high 90s projections for their wins because the division is pretty tough, right? right. They're, They're going to beat up on have- each other. Like you said, between Boston, Tampa, the Yankees, and and uh, the the Blue Jays, you know the Orioles are probably really the only doormat in that division. And even yeah. them, they'll be more competitive than they were last year. You know, right? Like some really? of these. That's the, that's the thing about these bad teams, though. Beho is that after you lose a hundred games three or four years in a row, you eventually start getting some of these prospects that are going to be good here, here and then. So I think we'll see that with a couple teams <laughs> this year. It maybe won't be the Orioles immediately, but there's just more excitement about guys they have in the pipeline now than yeah, they were I mean, a year or two ago. Well, I mean, obviously they've got Adley Rutschman that looks like he's yeah. going to be an opening day guy. I mean, like that's their big stud prospect, right? But yep. I, I mean, their win total still sitting at like 61 and a half. Yeah, and I wouldn't touch it. And I wouldn't touch it. Oh, I'd be under it all day. Um, As as far as the Blue Jays go, man, I I don't know how you don't love this team. Uh, Maybe a little too right-handed dominant, but if that became a problem, I think they've got enough pieces where they could trade for a left-handed bat. Uh, to to help things out, um, and, and then you got guys like Vlad Jr. He, you know, he's going to hit anything. I, I, you could throw it underhand, overhand, sidearm. It doesn't matter. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and, and they've got some youth that can maybe like out, you know, step, take a step forward over their projections. Even and, some guys yeah. that are young well, that you know. Don't you love this team because they've got some of these? It kind of reminds you of look when their dads were. Yeah, their dads were, were playing. It's when, when their dads were power forces. So this is the oh, exactly. those loins while they're, while they're on the road, just making yep. babies and being being millionaires. And here we yep. got you know Biggio, Bichette, Vlad Jr. And what's fun about it too is this team is going to be a fun team to watch because they're yeah. all young. They like playing. They treat it as a game, not as a job. Now, they're going to be fun to watch. They should be the favorites. Um, they're going to be tough to bet. I'll tell you this: they're going to be tough to tough to bet this year. They're going to have. You're not going to get great odds on the Blue Jays. They're going to be favored a lot. That when it's it's going to be different for them too because this will be the first time that they have expectations. Right now, too. Yeah. Right, this yeah. is where things are a little bit different because now you're supposed to win. Last year was like, oh, they came on at the end of the year. They just missed the playoffs. They started playing great baseball, but they weren't really supposed to win yet. Now they're favored. Right. You're you're the team to beat in the division. You made a couple of these moves. You you filled in with the starting pitching. There are really no excuses for you now to not get in the field, right? To not be a very good, like low 90s win team. And, and this this is going to be a hot take, guys. And and I know you talked about how good this division is, and it's solid. It's as solid as they come. But I, I mean, the Yankees win totals at ninety one and a half. I don't see them getting. I don't see them getting that. Uh, I think they're going to be down. The Red Sox have already lost Sale. He's on the sixty day DL again. Their rotation's dog shit. 
Um, Baltimore's terrible. Um, you know, other than other than Tampa, and Tampa is one of those teams. If you're gonna play a future, I may dabble on it a little bit. I th- what are what are their odds at Gino right now? It's not uh, crazy. They're like the the Tampa's third or fourth, depending on where it's you like are. It's like plus uh, two forty, plus two fifty to win the division. Yeah, I mean, I, think I would like rather play to one for the World Series. I would yeah, rather play Tampa at that number if you want to play a division winner solely because they seem to find a way to do it every year. Um, you know, they just got rid of Austin Meadows yesterday, which is very interesting to me because that that tells me they either have something lined up. I mean, they got Isak Paredes back. I mean, where's he going to play? I mean, they got Wander Franco, right? Uh, yeah. Are they dealing well, that, Wander? That's the thing about them is they just shift their lineups around so much that you can't mm-hmm. really – like they move and did adjust They're like the Giants. So They're like the Giants. Yeah. yeah. And and they can platoon. They line up, and the guy that's yeah. playing second is going to be playing left field in two weeks. Yeah. You know, that's just Yeah, sort of so high. it's wild, but they do it, and they do it well. You know, if you've got to take a shot – take them they're only uh 89 and a half games i think they're over that this year i think they actually finished second in the division yeah, they're a pretty annoying team too i i don't like the teams that do the closers that start the game oh i hate it i hate it i can't bet the fire of a thousand i was just telling Biho how we're gonna be doing our daily uh our daily show and that might be one thing that gets annoying on the days when there aren't any early games Right. Because last year and the last couple of years, they got so late with announcing pitchers, and then yep. they'd push it back a day and be like, oh, we're doing a bullpen that day. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, who's even going to start that? Do we at least know yeah. are we going to get righty or a lefty to Matt? And they'd wait like an hour. So for us trying to, to build a DFS lineup or trying to make wagers on those games or play a prop makes it really difficult because in, in – Baseball, more than anything, it's all about the pitcher-batter matchups. Did, did you see this stat? The Rays used 158 different batting orders last season. So, yep. <laughs> I mean, they had a different lineup in nearly every single fucking game. I mean, that's insane. That's insane. Yep. But, that's and, that's. I would have never thought it was that high. Well, that's I'm, crazy. So, they're a team that, that I think they'll be very good this year. But like Kyle was saying, you may have a hard time betting them game to game or individually because they're going to be a lot of chalk this year. Yep. Um, yep. This is a team that you can attack in DFS stuff and in daily lineups. Yep. There'll be a lot of fun. And maybe Manoa is someone you can attack early because maybe he still won't be as high, uh, as heavy of a chalk early because he's still a little bit younger. Sure. But, yeah, they're, they're going to be a, a very good baseball team as we move to a team let, that is let not going to be a very good Let me tell you one more thing about the Rays real quick, too, that I love. First of all, oh, we're going to get to the Rays. We're going to get to the oh, Rays. We're going to the Orioles. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. We haven't got to the Rays yet. We're going Orioles right now. We probably want to spend okay, a while. Okay, let me skip up. You host the show. I'll shut up. No problem. Orioles we're going to get to everyone. Uh, <laughs> Orioles, just the quick mentions. They are projected 61 and a half wins. <laughs> They are fifty thousand to one to win the plus fifty thousand to win the World Series plus twenty thousand to win the AL East. They are ranked number thirty in the ESPN Power Rankings. They just have a couple top prospects maybe to look forward to. Rushman, you mentioned Biho, uh, Grayson Rodriguez is another one that people are excited about a, a little bit. Um, John Means is actually a pretty good starting pitcher. He was returning from an injury last year, so he had some some hiccups, but. He's actually a pretty solid, like top two for. I think he would be like a one or two for most staffs, even. Um, yeah. And then you had Cedric Mullins, who was an All Star last year. Cool story with Trey Mancini, but yeah, th- there's not a whole lot to love about this team, uh, Kyle. No, they, they can be sneaky against left-handed pitching. I'll say that. So last year yeah. I did because you'll get these you'll get these deflated team totals for them. I mean, you're going to hear me mention team totals in baseball nearly 
you are going to hear me talk about it every single day. That's how I bet baseball. I don't bet minus one and a halfs. First fives and team totals are where the, my bread and butter is at. You'll get these two and a halfs or three team totals on Baltimore. When you get left-handed pitching, you can sometimes get some value there because they actually were sneaky good against left-handed pitching last year. Beho? I, I mean, I don't have much to say. I mean, Cedric Mullins <laughs> is probably counting the days till he can get the hell out of there. Um, mm. it, they picked up Odor. Odor's one of those guys I kind of do like, but, I, I mean, they're they're garbage. There's no way. I mean, I, I'd put – I play the under. What is and it's that? funny, One and a half. but it's funny even saying this because we're looking at it. Just in remembering doing the like the preview for them last year, they're better than they were last year. They are mm-hmm. actually Be- because they between those two prospects, those guys are actually closer to contributing. And Means is going to be healthier, and Lyles is actually someone who's eaten innings before. They're actually on paper probably a little bit better than last year. That just shows you how bad they were last year. I'm not saying yeah. they're going to be awesome, but they're and, just probably more competent. And one thing about Rutschman too, before, because people were going to talk about rookie of the year futures as well. And I'm sure we may get into that a little bit as well. I would pump the brakes on Rutschman. He's too, he's too low of odds and he's already injured. So he's not going to start the season. I think he's going to take opportunities to get yeah. in. And and that is going to be a tough division for Rutschman to play in because a his lineup's not strong. They can kind of pitch around him, if you will. And and there's too many good pitchers in that. I, I think Rutschman's a sucker bet for rookie of the year. I'd stay away from outstanding player, stay away from that bet. Orioles will uh will struggle this year. Let's get to the race. Uh, so we're looking, yeah, uh, we're looking at the Rays here. They are plus two fifty in that range. So you're going to see the Rays right around the co second choice. Uh, they're pretty close to the Yankees in most uh, spots that you look at, right around that same price. Over under eighty nine and a half. Uh, you know, depending on different places that you look, they're number nine in the ESPN Power Rankings. I think Kyle mentioned in the fourteen to like sixteen to one uh, to win the World Series. If you're looking on playing them there. They, you know, they have a 21-year-old named Vonder Franco who the sky is the freaking limit. He hit two, uh, <laughs> he hit 288 in just 280 at bats with seven home runs in 70 games. The dude yeah. can legit rake. The problem with this Rays team is they do just look a, not quite as good on paper. They just don't look quite as deep. They don't have as many yeah. of the top top tier bullpen options as they've had in years past. And they don't have as many of the top tier starting pitching options as they have in years past. Just think about guys that they've had on their roster over the last few years at the top. They've had what Snell. We had Morton there for a little while too. You had glass now who's out for a while with Tommy John surgery. Um, You've got Fairbanks who's injured, Um, you know, so their bullpen, which is generally one of the top two or three, they're only ranked number 10 by fan graphs. Doesn't sound bad, but they, they are so much better usually than everybody else in bullpen that if they're just closer to average in bullpen, that may really hurt them. Because Kyle, this is a team that struggles to score a lot of runs game in and game yeah. out. They they, sure they don't have a lot of contact hitters. Last year in the last few years, they've been fine hitting the long ball, but that is something that we see as this games get tougher. It's harder for them to sustain in playoff series, in games yeah. and matchups against really good teams. So I wouldn't be shocked if they are like a low to mid eighties win team this year, but I'm not quite as high on their roster. I, I never am high on yeah. their roster. 
they just they find ways to win and and I don't know why, like Tropicana Field, like it's a warm weather city. You think there would be runs galore, but it sort of sucks the life out of baseball. Trop Field, it's just a the weird vibe place. is so like downer. I just, yeah, I don't. There's, there's a whole fourteen people in the crowd. Yeah, there's eleven people in the crowd, and you know, ten of them got free tickets from the Make a Wish. You know, John Cena bought them tickets or something. Yeah. and uh, you know, it's uh, it's in a weird place. That's it. Uh, there will be a lot of low scoring games and that sort of, you know, like Gino mentioned, you know, all this, these pitching problems and they sort of rely on their bullpen and they, their bull, you know, they do bullpen games more than any other team in the league. And so it kind of benefits them at home. You're going to see a lot of low scoring games at home at Trop field, tough team to bet. They're always a tough team to bet. And, you know, especially if we're doing the shows a little bit earlier, we probably won't know they're starting pitching. They're starting most pitcher days. most days. Yeah, so uh, they're going to be, they're going to be a tough one, but they owe it somehow. They find a way to win. You know, Lost they're the American League version of the Giants. Fairbanks would have been some of their top, top-tier guys. Right. Can McClanahan develop into your number one? Then you got Kluber there. You don't know exactly what you're going to be getting from him. Beho, give us some more thoughts on uh, on the race. Uh, I think you guys are downplaying this game a lot. Um, for one, a couple of years ago, I was finishing up my degree, and I had to really dig into it, it was a – sports finance class and I, I really had to dig into tampa and really study what they did as an organization and it, it's kind of brilliant actually i mean they do everything they can to not pay anyone so um but every year they're they're in the hunt right so i love this lineup they put together i think it's solid i think they're going to be a contender again to win the division um and let me just tell you, you mentioned some of the pitchers. You missed the guy that I think is an absolute star in the making. Luis Patino has filthy stuff. Um, he's young. Uh, I think he was with the Yankees organization, uh, actually. But, you know, he, he's there. He is phenomenal. Um, can't wait to see him throw a whole season. I like the Rays right behind the Blue Jays. And if the Blue Jays are not to win the division, I, I think yeah, the to Rays me, could. impressive with this team would just be being a few games over 500 because I just yeah. don't know how great this roster is. So I agree with you. I'm always impressed with what they do every year, but I just look down and, and I guess we'll get to them in a minute because that's, I think, where you and I are going to disagree here because I think the Yankees. I don't know how the Yankees aren't better than they were last year when they're going to have a better lineup throughout the entire year when they had a shit ton of injuries last year. And this year yeah. they'll get Rizzo, Donaldson, and and uh, Gallo in their lineup all the way through. Last year they had replacement players through like like half of the year, and they were still able to make a run late and, and put things together. So I'm a little bit worried if, if the Rays staff is just not – I'm not saying that they're bad. The, the Rays bullpen that they've got in AAA – is probably most most teams could use that as their major league bullpen and be good, right? Like Brian's saying, yeah. they are so good in the margins and with their farm system. But yeah. if they're a little bit less, and then they've got to go against a Yankees lineup that I think is going to be a little bit better and potent, and the and a Blue Jays lineup that we all think is going to be a little bit better and potent. And even if we don't like the Red Sox, because I think we all can agree their pitching is probably not that great. But their lineup's still pretty damn potent. Exactly, that's the value. Is the Red Sox? I mean, I don't know if we're transitioning to the, but that's the value. Yeah. Six yeah. to one. So, Look, last year they were nine to one to win the division. 
They went all the way to the – their pitching staff wasn't any better last year than it is. I know they got Chris Sale back later on in the year, but their pitching staff stinks. I mean, no doubt. When Nathan Eovaldi's your normal, it's, it's terrible. Nick Pavetta is hot garbage. Tanner Houck, okay, Michael They're Waka. They're like a team of all, like, number four starters. Yes, but then you look at <laughs> Honestly, look that's at that a great way to lineup, put it. Yeah. That goddamn lineup can, can mash. They're, the Red Sox might score the most runs in baseball this year. Yep. Uh, that's a, I mean, that's a nasty lineup, whether you're coming, whether you're bringing out a lefty or a righty, they can hit from both sides. When you're yep. projecting Trevor Story to be in the six hole, yep. you've got a lineup. Yep. Uh, so, look, we've seen it before. These teams figure out a way, even with shitty pitching, to, to find their way into the postseason. I think Boston's the value just because of their number. Uh, not necessarily. I don't necessarily think they're the better team, the best yeah, team in the from division. From a gambling standpoint, if you're but just from a gambling, especially a baseball future, your money's going to be tied up for over seven months, right? Yeah. Like you're not getting paid out on this bet until November. Yep. So or you know October. So if I'm going to make a bet and tie up my money that long, I want it to be something exciting, something I can have some fun with. I think Boston's probably for me where I'd lay my money. Yeah, Boston is Must around. Yeah, they're they're around plus what we're seeing like five hundred or so, five fifty in that range to, to win. So they're actually the fourth choice. They're in the yeah. plus twenty five hundred range to win the World Series. Projected wins around uh, eighty five and a half. If you wanted to play, they're over under. Fangraphs has them slightly over that at eighty seven. ESPN Power Rank number eleven. Couple things to dig into with them. You've got story leaving Coors, right? We've seen mm-hmm. players a lot of times that were awesome at Coors. They leave. Can they do the same thing away from Coors? Now, this is a good hitting ballpark uh, yeah. for him to go to, right? So it's not as if it's going to be some place where he went from awesome ballpark to bad. But it is different with the weather and just uh, the way it'll be there, switching leagues. And then defensively is one thing that I'm a little bit worried because now sure. you'll have Story playing second. You'll have Bogarts playing short. And Bogarts is – I think his reputation is maybe a little bit better than he is defensively. He's awesome uh, offensively. I don't know how great he is defensively, just getting a little bit older. And then now if up the middle, you're not quite as strong because you've got story a little bit out of place and you've got maybe the weaker of the guys at shortstop than the two. That would be one of my only concerns. Kyle, you hit on sale out a 60 day DL. So that's at least two months for him. They just put him on the 60 day yesterday. So um they do have a good bullpen though their bullpen was very good last year and sort of underrated yeah. Matt Bowers. It was surprising yeah it was surprising I thought it was going to be awful and they're projected to be like a top third bullpen I think they yeah. were like nine or ten by a lot of the sites I was looking at uh Beho, you didn't seem too high on the Red Sox though yeah I mean look their their lineup's great but I mean you're gonna have to score eight nine ten runs a game to get a win um yeah. I, th- I think the play for the Red Sox all year is going to be overs. <laughs> like, yep, yeah, I, you know, because they're, they're going to give up a lot of runs and they're going to score a lot of runs. So, mm-hmm. you know, when, when they're not facing an ace in this division and, you know, playing another team, you know, a two, three, four guy where they're going to score five or six runs, I think you just hammer overs on them all year long and, you know, play it like that. As far as contending, how you can contend with a rotation like that. I mean, they did it last year, but the ba- basically this is a very similar rotation. <laughs> did they really and, contend? And it, but, mean, but but it's a similar type thing, Kyle. Where I think Bio's right is like I could see a, a same thing for them is that I could see them having a good first half of the year, but if you don't have enough, they need to make a move or two, right? Oh, they will, and, and you know Boston and, will spend the money, and and which which was really well, yeah, of, they just I, gave one hundred and four 
million to Trevor Story. Well, that's what I mean. Wouldn't you like to put a futures bet on someone who's going to fight for your dollar? So you know Boston, they're not just going to fold over and die unless they just have an atrocious start, right? They're going to spend the money. Because they did that last year. They they had that awesome start, and they didn't go out and get a pitcher. Yeah, it was really surprising. They were in. I mean, look, if anybody's buying something for you, it's going to be the Yankees. So (laughs) there's where your money is. Or the Dodgers. Or the Dodgers, yeah. We'll go out and do it. Dodgers are so, uh, even money to win the World Series. I mean, the Dodgers got Max Scherzer and fucking uh, uh, who the hell Here. was it for for like a bag of peanuts and two Trey Turner. Yeah, yeah, Trey Turner. They got Trey Turner and Scherzer for yeah. you know a, a and, box of cornflakes. It was fucking ridiculous. And here's the thing: as we get to the Yankees now, and we move on over, and we'll finish up the AL East here. As I can tell you this, I've been on the side of being a Dodger fan when the team was pretty good. And their ownership wouldn't go out and spend more because they were broke. And it was a guy who was like mortgaging everything uh, and couldn't spend. And then you hear that like your team won't spend. And I'll tell you, I would much rather be a fan of the team that will buy it because it doesn't feel any different. Anyone who tells you like, man, that doesn't feel uh, you bought that World Series. I sure as shit was rooting and crying with my son (laughs) two years ago. I can tell you that much. So that's it. As sit, sit in a row if you try to tell me that that's, that World Series that we won wasn't as good. And the Yankee fans, if you win this year, you're going to you're gonna love it all the same. Uh, this Yankees team, they're what in the that 92-ish range in the over-under win total. We're getting ESPN Power Rank number six. Fangraphs has them just under that at 90 wins. Fangraphs has them fourth overall as far as the win totals are concerned in the league they're plus three a uh, 1300 to win the world series which would be seventh we see them at plus 250 to win the al east the one thing that i think you know when we look at this lineup which is rizzo judge gallo stanton donaldson torres hicks and then kinner falafa and then a question mark with uh Higoshioka at the catching spot, but a much better defensive catcher than what they had before. Yeah, so, Gary Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. Gary Sanchez is got off behind the plate. I don't know why Literally, he's a catcher. The Cannot catch the ball. Yeah. He just like <laughs> let the ball like, bounce. Like your, your one job as a catcher is to yeah. be able to catch. Yeah, he he just, catch. Do you think after the game he just looked like he was a, one of those prison inmates shot with the beanbag guns because that just hits him in the chest and he can't catch the goddamn <laughs> ball? It's just yeah. he's getting getting pelted in the chest. Gary Sanchez is terrible. So yeah. the Yankees. They were a team last year uh, that I would live bet. They were a live betting team because they wouldn't score any runs in the first five innings. The Yankees were routinely shut out in the first five innings. It didn't matter who the hell was in their lineup. Then you get these reduced live team totals at one, one and a half runs. You jump on that. You get two runs late in the game and you make the win. That was their problem last year. They had all this talent on offense and they still couldn't score runs. It was it, They were maddening. To watch so if these bats sort of wake up and we've we've talked about this before baseball's real jekyll and hyde right no each new year is a clean slate like we talked about you can go from being the best player in baseball the year before and come back out the next year and hit 215 with 11 home runs and look like absolute dog shit baseball's a very mental game it's hard hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in professional sports Baseball is a game of failure. We measure success and failure in baseball. Yep. If you if you get on base 35% of the time, that's good. Tell me where else that's good. I mean, if you make 35% of your free throws, you're not going to be on the basketball court late in games. Right? Horse racing. Chris Dudley. Horse yep. racing. Jockeys. If jockeys, jockeys win 30% of the time, they're going. If I win 30% of the time, I'm in the Hall of Fame. 
Yep. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. It, it, it's so it's it's kind of bizarre in that way, but I mean, you know, the Yankees are going to spend if they need someone at the deadline. They're going to go after it. They've got talent up and down. I mean, they're going to have strikeout after. I mean, Joey Gallo is my my least favorite major league baseball player. He's he's I don't people love him, but this is a just a walking strikeout. That's all he is. Strikeout. <laughs> he's the epitome of what's wrong with baseball today. Ba- base running, fielding, hitting doubles, making hard contact, and driving to the gaps is just gone in baseball now. Uh, my my grandfather would be, is rolling over in his grave how baseball is played today. Joey Gallo is the perfect example of what's wrong with baseball, and he'll be in the three hole striking out, striking out three times and hitting a solo shot, and everyone will love him. See, I I, I like the addition of just a guy like Rizzo in their lineup mm-hmm. because Rizzo is someone who's not like that, right? Rizzo is actually a hitter, and I think hopefully that's something that you can – that is actually gets contagious a little bit when you have one or two of those guys, because if you don't have Rizzo there and you go through like a Stanton judge and Gallo stretch, then all of a sudden you're a truck, you're in trouble, but hopefully he can at least kind of have that sort of attitude there to where they don't always have to hit everything out of the ballpark. And even if it yeah. just rubs off a little bit on them, because that's a guy that they didn't have anyone like that in their lineup for a few different years. Right. And then as much as I don't really like, Cole all that much, but if they get anything back from Severino this year, and you know, Talion is healthier than they thought right now. He was a really quick recovery, and he's someone who you always want to root for with the well, stuff. And one of the night. best names in baseball, Nestor Cortez. That's Bob Marley's name, Nestor. That's a little yeah. uh, fun fact for uh, all the, those of you watching. So every time I see him play, I'm, I'm I uh, throw out a little Bob Marley song. So they you can also throw they're due them. for and I don't know if this means they win the World Series or anything, but the Yankees are sort of due for a year where they have been decimated by injuries for a couple consecutive. I would not be shocked if we see maybe this year or next year one of these like 100 awesome win Yankee regular season teams that we didn't have to worry about getting into the play like come playoff time, how good they are. But if this team did click and they all sort of stayed healthy for a while, you could see, I mean, a ton of guys in this lineup hitting 30 home runs. And they yeah. could have some games where they just blow out. Like we said, maybe the Red Sox, who don't have the best pitching in the world, if the Rays staff isn't quite up to snuff and they've got the Orioles to beat up on, now all of a sudden it's them and the Blue Jays kind of back at the top. And then you look around the rest of the American League. We're going to talk about the Central right now, which is a – awful division it's really yeah, not strong. it's gonna go much faster than the east yeah, i think we'll, we'll fly through well the, the east is the toughest and it's the most yeah. intriguing of the yeah. divisions because like we said there are four teams that are probably going to be 82 83 wins or above right yeah. It, yeah. we won't have that in any of these other divisions so and my favorite east. nickname in, in the al east is uh i call aaron judge gaston from beauty and the beast Let's turn on beauty and the beast pull up a picture of aaron judge he's literally the asshole gaston and you're right uh, He's trying to kill the beast. You're right. And it, it, yeah, he was. He I looks just like him. He looks he just like fucking Gaston. He does. You know, and Kyle, you, you mentioned this, and this is this is why I'm fading the Yankees hard. Like, this lineup is built to better for a home run derby than it is a baseball yep. game. Like, there's where's the Josh speed Donaldson's a nice lineup? addition. Where's right. well, where's the speed in the lineup? Yeah, there is none. Josh Donaldson, he he's just like the rest of them that's on this team, man. He's going to hit one 600 feet or he's going to strike out. 
Yeah, I mean, he he can get you some more double. Like Josh Don, Donaldson's, Donaldson's a little, eh, you're, Donaldson's a better hitter than you're giving credit for. Yeah, I think he, Donaldson's oh, a little okay, bit more well-rounded. Okay. He, he, he's, he's better an actual than, hitter. than Stanton and Gallo at striking out. But, what well, you know, he, he's still going to have his fair share. And uh, Carter Salefa is, is actually a decent little hitter. Uh, he yeah, hasn't he been is. terrible for – He's, like, a he's like one. Center. Yes, he is. And I kind of like him at but, the end of the lineup getting too. things ready for Rizzo and Judge. I think that's going to be a sneaky H- And Hicks is legit too. Hicks is yeah. not a bad hitter I at like all. Hicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Connor Falefa, like, again, guys, so move to New York. You're now playing right. for the Yankees. That right. doesn't always work what? out for people. No, That's but true. you're also going to be in a lineup where you're like eighth and you, nobody's going to be really focusing yeah, on mean, getting you out. You're going to get a lot I, of meatballs. I feel you. This is going to be a I team that we play all year long against each other. Well, because mm-hmm. again, because I don't look at the, the thing I'm looking at right now is like, I don't think their price is bad. They're plus you 250 mean, to win the division. Not, they're not, not bad. Forward. They're not, not like a heavy enough. chalk. Their win total I, I, is only 92. It's not like a huge Yankee number. That's why I'm kind of, a yeah. little intrigued to play them. It's the Blue Jays that are getting all the buzz in this division more than the Yankees this year for me. And when 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 you say the Yankees have the best starting pitcher in the division in Cole, I know you say yeah. you're not big on Cole, and they have the best closer in Chapman. And the best so, bullpen uh, overall. And they have the best bull, – that bullpen is filthy. They were the best bullpen in the league last year. Uh, them and the Padres. The Padres, they just ran through their bullpen early on, but they had a great bullpen until they, they all fell apart. Uh, but, yeah, the bullpen – the starting the, the one starter. I we'll see what we get out of Severino and uh yeah, he's Montgomery. hard because he hasn't done much in three years, right? Exactly. He's done so innings in three seasons. Yeah, <laughs> so this could be, but that but like and that's a positive, completely agree. But what does help them is that they do have a like a really good bullpen. So if they right. end up having to go maybe four starters for a while and figure out another one, I, I don't mind for them it's health. Like if yeah. Even if those guys are striking out a lot, I'll tell you one thing: I, I BL probably wouldn't mind to judge Gallo uh, Stanton Reds lineup. With, uh, with oh what God! Look what we've got! No, I'd take them tomorrow. I, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> yeah who do the Reds have left tomorrow? I, every <laughs> time I get a scam likely call, I think it's the Reds calling me to play second base. I think so they I mean, are. That's how shitty their roster is. Yeah. Well, let's just say Mason's literally their best player. Yeah. So all the positions you pick. <laughs> well, you know. The, uh, I got, a hot, I got a hot one for you. I bet the Yankees get no hit this year. I mean, I can, I can actually see, see oh, that because yeah. they're sure. the type of team that would get no hit, right? Yeah, for sure. But they're but what is funny about them is they're the type of team that like come a playoff series, like we said, they probably only have to win every other game. And if they strike out a bunch, but then the next game they hit a home run or two. They just got to make the playoffs. They make the playoffs. They're going to be dangerous because they don't have to go more than three deep in their rotation. And they're, they're top three. If they're the top, top three, three in baseball. Are good because Montgomery plus. was sort of quietly really good last year for a yep. stretch. And then Talion, like we said, he can be good. But poor guys had so many physical issues to deal with. Shout out to him. Came back from cancer. Like, that's awesome. I always root for, uh, for guys out there that have been through uh, that really, really tough stretch. Let's get to the central, fellas. Yep. Let's get to the the Guardian. Worst division in baseball. Their name change. I'm looking here and I'm like, why the hell are we talking about the Washington football team? Like, I know. The, hell I'm like, the, what, oh, yeah, the Cleveland Guardians. I I just I can't. So the Guardians uh, projected over under, uh, or if you wanted to bet on their total and wins, it would be 75 and a half. Fangraphs has them slightly over at 77. They are the number 20 team in the ESPN Power Rankings. 
They are plus 1,500 to win the American League Central, which would be fourth. We can see them right here. It's actually gone way. This is when I was looking most recently. This thing has moved quite a ton. They're way down to 900. I was I was writing these yeah. in last night. So they're the third team. I guess they're the, they're the fourth at plus 900, but they've gone down yeah. quite a bit. Um, World Series was much higher. I think they were like 20th overall to win the World Series. And they're another one of these teams, Kyle, that like, they're in that sort of, they're like a poor man's Rays and A's. You know, yeah, they don't, sort of. they, they always develop the pitching really well. They always find like starting pitchers to come out of nowhere to bring up and they're, they'll develop them and then they'll get them ready and then they'll trade them to, to team someone. They yeah. don't really have a whole lot of, depth in their lineup they've got an absolute stud in jose ramirez who's incredible you know he's been sort of like a top five player over the last few years that people don't even really know like a household mm -hmm. name mm -hmm. you know fran mil reyes is good other than that they just got a lot of question marks Ooh, in their bad. lineup from top to bottom shane bieber his era might have looked good last year he didn't have a very good year i attacked no. him a lot he had a bad mm -hmm. whip and it was like he his number his ERA was lucky. He was very lucky to get a yep. lot of balls bouncing his way, like a lot of double play luck and things that may not exactly. Change. If if you match up his Babbitt numbers and his WHIP numbers, it doesn't add up because you yep. a lot of lucky things happen for him yep. to get that ERA. I'll, you're going to hear me say it a lot this year: Cal Quantrill strikeout under props because that guy can sucks, and yep. uh, they always have him at <laughs> three and a half or four and a half, and I take the under. I must have cashed that eleven straight times. He's pure guard. Tristan McKenzie. He actually, Tristan McKenzie is kind of interesting. He actually had a few big where you're like, wow, this guy could be really good. And then you sort of, you get him cheap on DFS. You start him the next time and he gets blown up in two innings. But there is some Tristan McKenzie. If, if he can sort of overtake, you know, Zach Plezak, who I'm not a big fan of, maybe that third pitching role, maybe you could consider an over wins here for, for Cleveland. But you're right. Outside of uh, Reyes and Ramirez. I mean, Miles Straw leading off. <laughs> yeah. I think, isn't this the nine-hole guy for the Astros two years ago? Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, and, and McKenzie, who you hit on, I'm glad you mentioned him too. Someone who is only 24, 24 years old right now. Yeah. Someone who had a really, really good last, I think, like 10 games yes, of last year. This is And this is someone that I would look to, to target in – game like individual games because yep. he's not going to be a heavy chalk often he's someone who had some nice strikeout games too last year he had strikeout games of 11 8 9 and 10 yep or someone who's young who's still figuring it out so he's yep. someone who maybe you target in strikeout props and if yep. you you can target him as a dog plenty of the time and you'll feel pretty confident about doing so what do you think about the uh the former in formerly known the artist formerly known as the Indians, Bo. Uh, they're terrible. Um, outside from here is and now now one guy you all didn't mention that I actually like a lot on their team is their closer Class A. Uh, he's he's excellent. He's, yeah, yeah. He's one of the best closers in the league. Mm -hmm. Fucking heat and he yep. is nasty. Um, I'm actually trying to look up. It, this may be one of those I may just dabble a little bit on him to lead the league in saves because the division is so bad that he may get the thing is I don't know if they can just win enough games for him to That's get the there. Problem, That's right? the but problem. Because, yeah. But because that division's so weak, I feel like if the numbers right, it's worth a shot. 
It's like he may just win almost all of their games, right? He right. may be yeah, the guy I who mean, just locks them all down. Yeah. But yeah, that's the problem. You need him to be ahead. You need him to be ahead head in the ninth inning to get the damn save. And how often is that going to happen when you but they can be sneaky. Last year, I, I like them. Just remember I thought that. that they were like a sneaky team to start the year last year, and then Me they too. just completely imploded. Me I, too. I, uh, and it just didn't really work out. Um, they, it's been like a decade where it's like, how come they can't get an outfielder? Yeah. You exactly. know, it's been like they can't get anyone to produce from them out th- for them out there. It's It's been really difficult for them. So it's they're one who like their floor is always decent because every year, like we say, they – there's going to be two guys they bring up that end up being like fine rotation pitchers that were like, ah, these guys weren't even on the radar anywhere in early on in the year. But I don't know. Are they like a low 70 mid set? Like, I feel like their projections are pretty accurate. I'd yep. be, I'd be surprised if they're like a 500 team. I think they're probably five games or so under and yep. maybe only that good. Cause the division is not strong. Right. Agreed. We're saying like, Agreed. let's get to the Agreed. Royals as uh, they are. Uh, one of the higher teams in this division, the Royals are plus 1400, actually the highest here. And that's actually lower compared to some of the numbers I was seeing. Even uh, I'm looking at 16 to one right now for the division 16. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it's about right. They're over 10,000 plus 10,000 to win the world series, which I think is 22nd. (laughs) If you were ranking them win totals, 74 and a half, they were projected 75 by fan graph. So that's right on ESPN power rankings. Number 23. You know, they're always on paper. Like I like always like a lot of their individual pieces mm-hmm. with the Royals. Like there are guys <laughs> on their team that I always like, but they it just the sum of the parts doesn't ever oh, no. come together. Now no. you always look at them and you go, oh, you know what? They got a little bit of speed. They're kind of feisty. Like Merrifield is very good. Salvador Perez hit 48 home runs last year. Oh, like, I was just going to say, home run yeah. props with Salvador Perez were money for me last year. They were plus 350, plus 450 every single day. I, tell, I just mark it up, hey, he's on my home run list. Did it 48 yeah. times, which you'll take if you're betting home run props in baseball. Yeah, you got um, – if if Mondesi stays healthy, he's got power and speed. He's legit, like a legitimate talent. And then you got Bobby Witt Jr., young prospect, last year in the minors – he hit 33 home runs and he stole 29 bases. He's hitting 400 in spring so far too. He's tearing the cover off the ball. So all of a sudden, if that guy's better than you thought he was going to be right now, and you can get one or two of those other guys to stay healthy, and now all of a sudden you've got four or five guys in your lineup that are tough outs, and now you got Granky, who's yeah, he's older, but he's at least a guy still. He's much better than anyone they had at the top of their rotation last year. But but behind him, you got a lot of question marks. Keller has some upside. I would attack him last year and play him a lot as a dog. He was kind of a fun, feisty underdog to play. Mm-hmm. Singer has a little bit of upside. Boobich and Lynch, just a lot of question marks. With strikeout their- under pros for Daniel Lynch. That's another strikeout under all-star. Daniel Lynch, he's hot garbage. I can't wait to take more strikeout under props on Daniel Lynch. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Can they score enough, Biho? What do you think about this team, the Royals? Uh, you know, like you said, it's very interesting because you look at this lineup and you go, hey, this is pretty solid. But it's like they just can't put it together. Uh, I, I think their big issue is their rotation. I mean, Zach Grinke's up there chucking at 69 miles an hour over and over <laughs> and over again. 
I mean, he literally led the league in pitches thrown at 69 miles per hour last year. Um, you know, Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr. is the favorite to win AL Rookie of the Year. I'm, I'm going to play against him. He is a solid player. But, again, you know, they're playing in a bad division. Is it going to go better? It's got some better odds that plays in a division. So I'm going to pass on him. Um that's about all. I think I mean, what my, I like, I will give them props. Is he's up to start, I'll be pulling for him. Yeah. What's that? I like that he's up to start. They didn't play, and I do give props to the teams that don't do a lot of that cute stuff where they keep the guys down for like the two extra weeks, you know, and and then they bring them up just because of the the you know they want to get an extra year of control. Sometimes that screws your team out of being good, you know, and like those are the oh, things yeah. that end up impacting you. We saw it happen with the Cubs. Just a few years back, Chris so, Bryant. Uh, yeah, so I, I like that they're, they're going to have the. Let's guy answer Ben Deo's question: Is there any sport worse than MLB for DFS? And while it is very frustrating for DFS, there's one sport that's way fucking worse, and that's the National Hockey League. Fuck yeah. hockey DFS. Yeah, can't and do tennis. it. There you go. I know Leo likes tennis, but that is just. I don't know that you can can't DFS do tennis. Ben and you do. They have it. Shout out to oh. Akbar and to I Ben. Love Akbar. It's my Thanks best. for hanging out with us today. <laughs> Akbar is our 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 That's best my boy. guy. I know he, Akbar's awesome. Akbar wins the perfect attendance last year. He watched every single baseball show I did. My man Akbar. We won a lot of money, man. Yeah, we had a good We'll do a lot year. of money again this year, Akbar. And uh, some of it for me is going to be on these Detroit Tigers. I love these Tigers this year. I know a lot of people do too. They're sort of a, a hot kind of buzzy team. But this is a weak division. We're talking about it. And this team is ripe to take a big step forward. Their over-under is 77 and a half wins. Fangraphs has them at projected at 75. ESPN power ranking, they're number 18. They added Baez and Tucker Barnhart. They added a couple good, solid veteran MLB players in the middle of their lineup. They've got Eduardo Rodriguez and Michael Pineda, two actual veteran pitchers that can go out there and eat innings for you. They added Chafin, very good bullpen piece. So now, now you need just some of your young guys to step up, and they've got okay. some. Speaking of young guys, shout yeah. out to the two-year-old who just brought me a beer. Oh, I didn't yeah, even notice that. Yeah, you know, I just cut that one right. The good boy. The good Atta boy. boy fella. You here on this show, young man. Atta boy, fella. Atta boy. Atta boy. So now, we, you know, we, we need the um, you need the Torkelsons, the Riley Green, who's got a foot fracture to start. But Torkelson, 30 home runs in 121 minor league games last year. This dude, he is starting at first instead of Miguel Cabrera. They pass the mantle to him. You've got in their rotation. I like this staff, guys. I'm a big yeah. fan of Scooball. Uh, last year, I attacked him quite a bit. Um, it's between Mize and Scooball, they're 24 and 25 years old. Scooball had yeah. 164 strikeouts in 141 innings pitched last year. I think it's important on Scooball. At the beginning of the year, he was one of the worst left-handed pitchers in all of baseball. Yep. He and, really developed over the season. I used young to guys. On- and, and he, re- Matt Manning, someone I like to pick on quite a bit, strikeout under yeah. props. You'll hear that a bit. But Tariq Skubal, I thought, you know, just kind of under the radar when you look at players who started out really rough, but man, did he crank it up later in the season? He was really, really good to end the year. He was a guy that you just couldn't pick on anymore. 
Yep. And then Rod Rodriguez had some bad stretches early in the year, but then he gets good. And when he gets good, he is yeah. really, really streaky for a stretch. So what I like about them is they feel like they've got four guys who I think can go out there and give them a pretty good start most times. Like you said, I'm not that high on Manning either, but if he's the last guy in your rotation and Mize and Scooble can take a small step forward, I think this team has is, is got a shot to be one of the more improved teams this year. I a think. year ahead. I think they got yeah. a shot to be over 500 and like mm-hmm. a low 80s win team that could maybe be battling for a wild card spot in yep. this division. I don't think that they're going to be able to maybe beat the White Sox, but I do. Th- I look around and I like them better than probably the other three teams in the division. So I'm going to be focusing on them a lot this year. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on a future or two of theirs, but game to game, you know, my school balls, games when they're uh, school balls, <laughs> games when they're yeah. under. Yeah. Yeah. Beho, yeah. you're shaking your head a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you've kind of talked me into liking this team. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I mean, you're talking about the pitching staff, which is solid as it is. You're getting yeah. Tucker Barnhart in there to catch these guys. I mean, and to, to manage that staff. He's as right? good defensively as you get in baseball. Yep. Uh, and good against right-handed. Tucker Barnhart's good against right-handed pitching. Very, he, very well, good against. Right-handed. If you call what anything he does at the plate good, I question your. He's analysis. good against right-handed pitching. Okay. Plain and simple. Um, and you'll get it on thing, DFS every day. Worries me like a little bit. The thing that the thing that worries me a little bit is is the uh, Miguel Cabrera. Like, I mean, he's such a <laughs> shell of what he used to be. Like, can you really rely on him? Torkelson's another one. It's going to be interesting to see what he does. He's second choice in AL Rookie of the Year. I'm fading him as well. Big ballpark. I, I just, you know, people like to see home runs and flashy shit, and I don't, just don't think Torkelson's that guy. Um, but, yeah, I can see this team being over 500. I mean, you're getting Javi Baez, which, I mean, he's a head case. but plays I, I absolutely hate him, but he's good. Like, he produces. You know, that's yeah. the thing. He's He's – He's good for this squad because they just need someone that's going to go out there, get a little bit yeah. of production for them, and then the young and guys and, can... And, and, you know, there's no pressure from the fans in Detroit. Like, the guy's just going to be able to just go play the game. And yeah. I think he'll have a great year. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm locking him in on the over 78 and a half, Gino, just because... I like you. it. Thank you. Here we go. Let's get to the Twins and finish up the A... Oh, we got the Twins and the White Sox still. Twins... Let's make the Twins quick. Yeah. Twinkies... Um, over under 81 and a half fan graphs projects them at 82 ESPN's got them as the number 17th power rank team, major rotation questions. You know, they, uh, they got Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, who's a youngster that they're really excited about after that though, Dylan Bundy, Bailey over, they brought in Chris Archer at the back end. That's something that I was (laughs) going to hope the Dodgers might do. He sort of felt like a nice reclamation project. You got Gio Ursula to come in with Correa and hell if Buxton's healthy, He's really good, but you never know if you're going to get that from him. Um, Kyle, where do you stand uh, with them? Good. I just don't. I just don't like them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to pick on Bailey Obear. That's what I will always call him, Bailey Obear, because oh my, Obear, he's going <laughs> under strikeouts yet again. Bailey Obear, you'll hear me say that quite a bit. Uh, look, when Sonny Gray is leading your rotation. Uh, sorry, Biho. I know you loved him with uh, your Reds. I don't know. I mean, I think. Say, uh, first off, let's not 
talk like he's trash. I mean, Sonny well, Gray's a good pitcher. It's like, I, okay, I'll put him in the recycling bin, not the trash can. But either way, I don't want to see him. You know what I mean? Uh, they're okay. I think the Twins are okay. I like the addition of Correa. You're right. If Buxton stays healthy, he's – I mean, he's one of those guys who – could win the MVP on a shitty team because he could just sort of do everything and he's a lot of fun. But Byron Buxton's a very, very, very good player. Yep. But when you look at the rest of this, am I am I doing another year of relying on Jorge Polanco? No. Max Kepler being your best hitter against, you know, lefty or righties. Am I? No. Uh, Miguel Sano is going to hit 30 home runs and also bat like 114. Uh, so it's a little tough for me to get behind it. Uh I do like that they can start platooning a little bit now, bringing in Gio uh, Urshela from the Yankees. Yeah, I'd probably leaning on there on the win. You're not it's even going to start just, him every day. Yeah, it's, it's just a – well. but I like teams that can platoon. The, the reason the Giants were so successful last year, they could platoon against right-handed and left-handed. They, they didn't have great get star, Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have star players. I mean, they brought in Chris Bryant late, but that wasn't a star-studded team. But when you can sort of – you know, uh, platoon against righties and lefties and make things difficult for the opposing team. That's how you win a lot of games when you're not super talented. Twins are kind of meh to me. Nothing really exciting. Uh, I guess I haven't really cared about the Twins since Kirby Puckett and Kent Herbeck, and then we found out how big of a piece of shit Kirby Puckett was. So, oh, uh, yeah, the whole thing, it's all disappointing, but uh, I'm kind of down on the Twins this year. Twins uh, were were big back in the little big league days. Great movie, right? Billy yeah. Haywood. Right. Oh, doing- come on. Uh, Lou Lou Collins over there at first base, yes, I think. Mike McGreevy, yeah. Mike McGreevy coming McGreevy. out there slinging some stuff. Right. Bowers, right. Bowers right. dropping uh, red hot. A- Look at that! I haven't seen that in a while. I'm just pulling all those names. Well, how did that all stay up in this head? I don't know. Um, Beho, let's move to our final team in the AL Central. They are yeah. Favorite. I don't even want to because I, I don't want to talk about the Twins. Okay, I was gonna say I thought you, I heard a little. Really, you heard some stuff back and forth about Ursula, but nothing, nothing too crazy one way or the other. I, I got White I got Sox, nothing on the Twins. <laughs> White Sox are the number four ESPN power rank. Their uh, ninety one and a half wins is their total. Fangraphs has them at eighty six, which is twelfth overall. They are third though if you're looking at their odds to win the World Series. They were in around the nine plus nine fifty to a, a you know a thousand or so, but they are a heavy, heavy chalk to win this division. I saw them in the minus 200 to minus 250 range, depending on where you were looking. So it's not a strong division. They do have a very good pitching staff, but they had a really big uh, injury right off the bat and they have enough depth to probably deal with it. But I think that's why, some of their like the fan graphs number that I mentioned is probably three or four games lower than what it would have been if you would have looked at it a week ago. Cause they just lost Lance Lynn for what looks like two months. And you know, that's not going to be easy. He's quietly been someone so funny to think about um, him, Kyle, because a few years ago, Lance Lynn was someone who was carved, you know, it was like garbage that she would just attack, couldn't miss bats. And he tweaked some things, figured stuff out. And, and he has been a like top, top tier like perennial Cy Young candidate for the last few years. So missing him will hurt. They still do have Giolito and uh, Cease, you know, behind that Keuchel. What are they going to get from Coppich? Their bullpen is pretty good, but they did get an injury to Crochet and they traded Kembrel. Joe Kelly's not quite healthy. So I don't, their depth might be 
hurting a little bit early on with some of the arms are concerned, sure, but sure. they're still probably so much better than everyone with their lineup that I think they'll probably be around that high eighties win total and, and be able to yeah. kind of cruise. Yeah. If you remember the beginning of last year, Luis Robert was like the favorite or the co-favorite to win the MVP, Do you remember yeah. that? which I thought was stupid. That was an easy fade, obviously. Uh, but they did look, the White Sox rake against left-handed pitching. Now they bring in AJ Pollock and Josh Harrison. That's only going to make it better. The problem with the White Sox, Tony LaRusso is a fucking moron. Okay, I'm sorry. I know he's that. a drunk. He's a he's. This guy is such a moronic piece of shit. Some of those days, you know, you know how many times I took a White Sox team total and they should have absolutely smashed up a Dylan Bundy, and then he'll announce his lineup and it's like I didn't even know these players were on your roster. He just does really, really strange shit. So the one thing about the White Sox for me, I won't put it. If you're sitting here watching this show, if you're betting sports and you are tying up a minus 200 seven-month future, you should stop betting sports immediately. You are fucking stupid and you need to stop. It is the dumbest. There's just no value on the White Sox. There's too many variables. Tony La Russa could lose this team again this year. His lineup choices are questionable at best. The only time you can really trust the White Sox to win is if Yasmani Grandal is catching. If he's not catching, you do not touch the White Sox team. Total, side, first five, it doesn't matter. No Grandal, no wins for the White Sox. Uh, I like the lineup. I'll be betting team totals, but minus 200 future, that's for the fish. Yeah, can't. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> B.O., good good yeah, baseball it, team. And, like, guys. I'm telling you right now, I love this team. Love, love, love them. The only thing that I don't love about them is their manager, Tony LaRussa. Mm-hmm. He literally ran Yerman Mercedes out of baseball for swinging at a 3-0 pitch and hitting it 400 feet to help himself. He literally bashed that kid so bad the kid quit baseball. Outstanding talent. I hate seeing people do that and run guys off. But as far as this lineup, there's not a hole in it. Nope. Um, and the will, what know. I will say is they were good last year, even with a ton of injuries. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Luis well, and, Roberts, and Jimenez, all their young studs that were supposed to be great missed a ton of time, and they still were able to, you know, to perform pretty well, and they were still able to be a good baseball team. But they're, like, they're one of those teams that, you know, if they're good and they win their division by five, Am I going to trust them though in a playoff series against another good team with Larusa? Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, you know, again, the lineups. Though, I mean, it's a mean. I mean, Josh Harrison in the nine hole. Josh Harrison's a very good professional hitter. Let me just AJ make Paul, that clear. The last yeah. year, there have been stretches. The last couple of years, AJ Pollock's concern has always just been he can't really stay healthy for a whole year. Sure, but exactly. when the dude is out there hitting, like you said, especially against left-handed pitching. He's fantastic. He had stretches last year where he was the best hitter on the Dodgers and one of the two or three best hitters in all of baseball for like two months at a time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and there was a stretch last year. I think the White Sox were – they had finished the uh, strike short, you know, the COVID year where I think they lost once to left-handed pitching. Then they were they won like 23 of 24 to start the year last year against left-handed pitching. You're going to see a lot more of the same this year. So what you're going to want to do, you're going to get these inflated numbers on the White Sox every day, fade yep. them against the righties, Play them against the lefties. Try to find value. Let's get to the um, American. Well, one, one other thing, Gino. I, I I didn't get to talk about their rotation. I, I think it's arguably – well, you know, they, they lost Lance Lynn, okay? It, it probably, probably two months. 
for probably yeah, two yeah. months. Where they can you know what they've days. got that nobody else does? Just one right after another, they can bring in throwing over a hundred. Um, you, you got you mentioned Cisse. Dylan Cisse is actually my pick to win the AL Cy Young. Um, weak division. I think his numbers are going to be outstanding. Guy throws gas. His breaking ball is nasty. And you can get him at 12 to 1 right now. He's plus 1,200 to win AL Cy Young. I love that number in a bad division with a good lineup he's got. He's going to get away. His bad starts may not even be losses. So I love that. Um, Kopech, as you mentioned, other than being like an absolute crazy person, that guy's got so much talent. It'll be nice if he's healthy and mentally in it to see how he can do. Another guy, he's over 100 all day long. I love the White Sox. I think they roll away with this division. Um, and but would you, you lay minus playoffs, 200 for would you lay minus 200 for 7 months? No, I would never I would never bet a, a pro or a, a future at minus 250 this right. no, absolutely right. not. Would you play their win total at like Oh, no, I'm playing their win total over 92 and a half. Okay, that, that's where I was going to ask. Okay, so how would yeah. be the way that you would approach attacking this team? That's yeah, and that's, that's if about I, now right, listen, and it's a bad I'm division, not right? I'm going to play it probably personally just because I don't like, like Kyle said, I don't like tying my money up for seven months when I can just bet them every single day and win money off of them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're one that likes to play over under win total props, I'm taking the over there. I, that's what I, I think. Like. That, I, I think that makes sense. And shout yeah. out to my guy Joe Kelly because man, talk about a guy who flipped, who flipped the perception of him from a fan base. I cannot remember anything more like that because he broke Hanley Ramirez's ribs in in the playoffs for the Dodgers when the Dodgers had that really good team back in 2013, and yeah. he was public enemy number one. For every Dodger fan, we hated this dude's guts. But then he came in, and the stuff, the shit he pulled with the Astros, it was just like this dude just <laughs> jumped right to the top. The boo boo face and the throwing right, and just this guy has huevos too. Where like you never worry about the moment being too big for him. Sometimes his stuff is just off, right? His stuff is just yeah. bad. But damn, his stuff is. Dude, good. he threw. Don't you remember the video of him throwing in his front yard into a net? And it yeah. slipped out of his hand and went through the front window yeah. of his house. <laughs> He's literally like like a, a new age version of, of wild thing Rick Vaughn. You know? Yeah. Like he, he sort there of you is, go. you know, it's pretty funny. And he's he's funny. Like, Who's who is that damn who is that damn crazy racist closer for the Braves? Or pitcher? John Rocker. Rocker. John Rocker. Rocker, thank you. Yeah, John yes. Rocker. There you yeah. go. Yeah, Johnny Rocker, the rock job. Yeah. But uh yeah. Joey, I hope he wears the mariachi outfit. We, it was like he wore a mariachi outfit to the when they went to go visit the president last year because after the Dodgers won the World Series and, and everybody was all dressed up in their suits and he was in a mariachi thing. It was just he's great. He's something else. Love, love Joey love Kelly. It. Let's finish yeah. things up with the American League West fellas. We head over and we talk about the Angels and it just kind of feels like every year for the Angels is like, <sighs> is this going to be the year? 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 I got it on repeat because it feels like it was what we say. They're projecting again, low 80s. Fangraphs has them 83. I think they're over under 83 and a half. We can see their number to win the division right here. It's around plus 350. So they're second as far as the, the odds are concerned. If you wanted to bet them to win the division, they are in the plus 2500 range to win the World Series. So that would be 11th. 
And that's kind of where they're stacked. ESPN has them right in the middle at number 16 on the power rankings. And, you know, they're top two with Otani and Trout. If those guys stay healthy, Kyle, I mean, those are two that are as good as any players in baseball. They could literally be two MVP candidates. And now all of a sudden, if they are healthy, and then you got Rendon, Jared Walsh hit 29 home runs last year. Now, you know, Joe Adele is someone who they're very excited about too. Now this lineup looks a lot better, but they need that lineup to stay healthy. Their staff is better than they've been, but it's still not good enough to... And that bullpen's terrible. And I mean, it's a... I live bet the Angels late, the opposing team taking live team totals against that bullpen almost every single day. Them, the Braves, the Phillies, those types of teams are just these god-awful bullpens. The Angels are certainly one of them. We there? Yeah. Sorry, I was uh, just. Uh, but there was an in, right. there was an injury by our beer delivery man. No. But he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, There's no crying in baseball. No There's crying, no in, crying baseball. in baseball. That's right. No, he's he's a good boy, but he I, put him on the ten day IL. Put him ah. on the ten day injury list, and uh, there we go. But uh, look, let me just make this clear. There's only one MVP candidate in baseball. It's Shohei Otani. I mean, until someone can go out and be the number one starter and also lead the league in home runs, like no one else is even close. And it I just doesn't. I hate I, doing this, but like, there's a reason why we haven't seen guys do that for long periods of time. Cause I just don't think it's easy on your body, right? Like, I don't know like, how long is he going to be able to hold up? I was so impressed that he did it for a year, but is it going to be like it was maybe a couple years ago where it's like, uh, if the guy gets hurt because he's trying to do a little bit too much, that's the one thing that worries me. But, dude, watching him play and watching how he, easy he swings and hits oh, the ball, awesome. it's really fun. Like, he is yeah. – he should be a bigger deal than he is too, right? Like yeah, he what really he should be. It, it's incredible. Like, you know it. You know, uh, you know, Mike Trout has been considered the best player in baseball. I couldn't pick my – if I was walking down the street and Mike Trout walked right by me, I would have absolutely no idea – I would know Shohei Otani did. Yep. Uh, I, I, there's value on the Angels. It's just that damn bullpen, that pitching. I know they added Syndergaard. I think and we'll their see bullpen's going to be a little better this year. I do think so. I do, so, like, looking at some of the projecting that I've seen from their – Fangraphs had them ranked number six with, uh, you know, Rossell Iglesias, who, as a closer, he's actually not bad. And then I think behind them there's a little bit of depth. So, if they're better than they were in years past, and so maybe just – Hey, rotation isn't bottom five. Bullpen isn't well below average. And they've got some, if Trout can stay healthy, maybe that's like the little bit they needed to win on the margins to get into yeah. a wild card spot. What do you think about this team, Biho? Well, I like them a lot, um, especially at the plus 350 future to, to win that division. Um, you know, you guys mentioned it. Otani, outstanding. Um Trout is obviously Mike Trout. Let's hope he can stay healthy. Yeah, and Rysel Iglesias, by the way, I mean, he was only second team all MLB last year. Like, he's he's much better than people give him credit for. Um, as, you know, he used to be a red. We ran him out of town like we do everybody that's good. But uh, anyway, um, Joe Adele, I'm going to be following him a lot. I mean, not that I haven't. You know, he's from Louisville, and I actually – coached a game against him in when he was in high school and you know 
uh, Kyle said he wouldn't know Mike Trout if you walked next to him down the street. Yeah, you would, because they are massive human beings. Um, oh. <laughs> Joe Adele, Joe Adele, I, I got to tell you, he hit one of the furthest balls I've ever seen in my life when he was in high school. It was still rising as it left the field. Uh, kids got all the talent. I think a lot of the – I think he was doubting himself. He got called up a little early. And then he wasn't playing regularly, and I think that messed with him a little bit mentally. Now that he's kind of locked in as their everyday outfielder, like I think he'll be fine. He'll settle in. He's super athletic. He's fast. He can hit the ball a mile. Um, also, just something to note, you know, Syndergaard's on this team now. And, I mean, he's I know Syndergaard. Awesome spring. Now, he, he's – Look, and, well, and can I don't want to trust him, but if, if – if we were to transplant them into the playoffs right now and you had him to start a game, there you feel go. a lot better about it, right? Yes. But, yeah, yeah. getting through so, the whole season. Oh boy. That's what I'm so, worried about. So, so yeah, and, and I agree. Like again, you are what you are. Guys that get injured all the time usually continue to get injured. And if that happens, travel be injured and this team will fall apart. Um He's 40 to 1 to win the AL Cy Young. This guy's not a bad pitcher. The only reason he's not talked about with DeGrom and all of them is because he's been hurt. I mean, if you think about it, four or five years ago, the entire city of New York was wearing blonde wigs and carrying around Thor hammers, if you recall. Yeah. Like yeah. the guys got the think talent. About and, how, the stuff. and then before that, it was the dark night. And think yeah. about how bad it is. Oh, my God. That doesn't hold up well right now, huh? Ooh, I, I so, said, oh. oh. Yeah, Matt Harvey. Matt yeah. strikeout under props are just pure gold. Nothing I love them. I wish somebody would hurry up and sign him so we can props. have them. just, I just, yeah, I need someone to sign Matt Harvey like right now. But, but at the end of the day, Gino, I think this team wins the division. I think for once they stay healthy oh. and and actually get this thing done. Really? Go. Okay. Um, yep. I I do think they are going to be a little bit better than in in you know in years past because they feel like they might have a little more pitching depth. But um, I always have a tough time. Like, the one thing that kind of Kyle was talking about is they'd have, like, a shitty starting staff, and then when their shitty starting pitcher would get bad, they'd move them to the bullpen, and it'd just be a shitty guy in the middle. Exactly. It was so bad. It It sounds like like the Reds. Oh, oh, the Reds' bullpen so bad. Sometimes you're like, oh, we'll take this starter, and they weren't good because they just couldn't go that long. But it was like – no, you just had bad pitchers. It didn't yep. matter where you put them. They were going to yep. get lit up. I think that they've yep. got a lot more of a competent uh, rotation and staff just kind of top to bottom. Let's get to the cheaters, the Astros next. They are oh, the uh, here we go. The heavy chalks to win the division. Uh, minus 165 here. No Correa, though, so they'll look uh, slightly different. Granky's out, but they do get Justin Verlander back. We'll see what kind of Justin Verlander off of Tommy John surgery. I will say I thought the staff last year wasn't going to be as good. And they, they impressed me, you know, like Framber Valdez, Luis Garcia, Uquiti, Christian Javier. I don't know if I want to trust them again, but they sure as hell performed a lot better last year than I would have thought they would have when they were thrust into the limelight. I thought that was going to be one of their main weaknesses. It was sort of their bullpen where they started to struggle. So you know, you look at them, they're going to always be sort of towards the top. ESPN has them number five in the power rankings. Fangraphs has them fifth with 89 projected wins. Their total for wins is 92 and a half. Heavy chalk to win the AL West. They're the fourth choice 
to win the World Series at around plus 1,000. Biho, tell us about the Astros. Yeah, um, they're the favorites, and I'm fading them. Uh, let's be honest. After you get past Guriel in that lineup, I mean, you guys can try to sell me on Kyle Tucker. I'll just not believe it. Um, he's just okay for me. You got a the great first to- name. Yeah, yeah, great first name. Probably hung like yeah. a mule. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that slows him down a little bit. But honestly, let's talk. The bottom of that lineup is dog shit. Like it just is what it is. Um, Major question marks. Yeah, and it yeah, used to be good, and all of a sudden now it's McCormick and yeah, Martin Maldonado. Yeah, and, and so and Jeremy Pena. So what do we know? at the end of the day, like, and they're not a deep team either. So like, they get an injury from a Bregman or an Altuve or something like that, they're going to be in. Big trouble. And so how much can you expect out of Verlander? The guy has been a machine, right? But there's only like, we see this with everyone. Father time is undefeated. That's what they say. You're always going to lose a little something when you come back. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's going to be doing something. Verlander was one that I, I lost a little bit of respect for after, you know, he called everybody out a few years back about, you know, crap. But then when all this stuff happened with the Astros, he was very quiet. You didn't hear him say shit about how it benefited his team, you know, but he'd be the first guy to call out sign stealing or pitchers with sticky stuff or something. So hypocrite much, you know, I I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, he may be one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. So uh, outside of his nonsense, Uh, baseball. one interesting thing about the uh, Astros lineup, Jordan Alvarez is someone to keep an eye on when he's, he's a lefty. Not a lot of people notice this, but he's a left-handed hitter who stinks against right-handed pitching and absolutely smashes. Yeah. He has backward split. So he's a guy. You know who notices that people that play MLB, the show. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So if you're playing MLB the show, you know that. But Jordan Alvarez will be someone. It's very easy. Sometimes people focus on those power hitters. Oh, it's a righty versus lefty. Let's play him in our DFS lineups. Let's take a home run prop. Not not with Jordan Alvarez. Lefty on lefty is uh, how you want to attack it. That was a bad one. That, also, one if the- you're playing me in the show, don't throw Framber Valdez. I will fucking mash you. Mm-hmm. Just uh, wow, it's a call out. Uh, Alvarez is the Dodgers are really smart in the last few years. They like very rarely do they make a move where you're like, ah, man, the Dodgers screwed that one up. But man, that Jordan Alvarez one, that was a bad one for them. That's a bad one. That's a bad one. It's a bad look. Yeah. Uh, Let's move along from the old Astros to the A's. Why why should we even talk about them? What the hell are they doing? Nobody knows what they're doing. And if you are a fan of this team and like, most years, people are a little down on the A's because you look at their roster, but then they do some money ball stuff. They make a few moves. Their pitching is always pretty good. But they, in the last five years, they've had three or four really good hitters in their lineup. Olsons, Chapmans, Semians, guys that were like all-star caliber hitters, excellent hitters. They have got nothing there. They traded everyone. They got rid of everyone they even just dumped Manea again recently they just traded him to the Padres a couple days ago they look in their lineup honestly and I honest to God don't know who Dalton Jeffries or Brent Honeywell Jr. are I don't even know who the fuck these people are before we before you break it down you know for the first 27 games Ramon Laureano I want to ask I want to ask you guys a question right now take Laureano out of it tell me who their best position player is each one of you 
what you think? Elvis Andrews or yeah. Sean Murphy? That's what I was going to say. I, Elvis Andrews. Like Murphy's not a bad I was like, I, I'm a Christian Pache fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's outstanding. But, yeah, I mean, that's – there's not that's another bad. team in baseball I think you could say that. If I asked you the question, it would be an immediate answer. It would be the same guy for everybody. Yeah. Their only this guy is- on their team, honestly, that I would look at and go, that's a very good – above average baseball player is Frankie Montes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and he's not that great. I mean, he, he, no, and it was funny. I'm reading I one of the one of the uh, previous stuff I was reading through and when I was doing my notes, they Frankie Montes is like the Will Smith at the, the end of Fresh Prince. He walks yeah. in and everyone's gone. Looks around. Where did everybody go? Oh is it, shit! Is, wait, is no. it too soon? Can we talk about Will Smith? Is it? Too yeah, soon? I think that's why I wanted to mention it again too. Right, just to. Uh, it's, it's it is funny. Well, that, somebody had to smack the shit out of the A's ownership. Well, it, it is funny oh, that for for like I had some of my friends who had said, "Man, this was like a setup." I know this was a work. This was WWE, and they and I I kept saying like, "Why though?" Because nobody really looks good coming out of this, right? Everybody mm-hmm. kind of looks crappy, and we're already hearing Netflix and and like streaming services are pulling some of Will Smith's stuff, and they're not and they're yeah. like not investing in some of his movies that. We're, we're being worked on. So this sure as shit didn't help him any. He dropped from the academy already too. I, so here's I don't what, know why. This here's what we know. Up. Will Smith got way too much into that character of uh, Richard Williams. Right? He lost he his did. fucking mind like Heath Ledger did. Please did. nobody make him a serial killer in his next movie because right? things could get real fucking ugly. This guy has lost his goddamn mind. Like, I got a Netflix original. Will no. Smith yeah. plays OJ. Yeah, like Will like. Smith. So later, when we do the lineup, Will Smith's the suspect, right? Like, he, oh, he's the suspect on the lineup tonight. And I'm really tired of hearing Jada Pinkett Smith. My life is so bad because I have alopecia, and that's why I'm bald. You look like a fucking psychopath. You're boning some 21 year old dude and talking about it. Shut the fuck up, Jada Pinkett Smith. No one gives a fucking damn about your damn alopecia. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Give me forty million dollars and shave my hair too. Like what? Fresh I didn't like the, the joke. I thought wasn't wasn't even funny too from Chris Rock. So that was yeah, the problem. It wasn't it was like, mean. It wasn't even it just, that bad. It, it was just not good. Like nobody. I like uh, Jada didn't really look good. She gave him a look, and and I guess nobody knows I, what goes on behind closed doors. But they haven't really looked good in the public eye. Will didn't look good, and Chris came off like an ass. Stop. I just didn't. Yeah, it's well, like, I think I think that was the funny part of the joke. He was making that joke when everyone was waiting for him to joke about, you know, her getting blown out from yeah. by a twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, so he does something. The irony of just making a, a bald joke—it's it's it's a silly in its simplicity, and it doesn't really attack what he should have been joking about or could have been joking about. So I'm thinking I, that I is why. Should- that know. shows you how much there is to talk about the A's when we're not talking mm-hmm. about the A's. Um, Fuck the A's. It, their power Next. rank is 28. <laughs> They're 25,000 plus 25,000 to win the World Series, which is ranked 27th. They're plus 4,500 to win. Or in some of the things I saw last night, plus 4,500 on one to win the West. They were double on one on one site of the Astros. Now this one's a lot tighter. What we're looking on Bet US, but I saw I saw them in some places at 4,500, twice the price <laughs> of the Rangers. That just shows you. Nobody's playing this team because their over-under is 67 and a half wins. Fangraphs has them going over, getting to 70. 
I'll Let's say no shot. I'll take the under. No shot. Hard, Let's get to our under. final two teams to discuss, the Mariners and the Rangers. Mariners over under around 83, 83 and a half if you wanted to bet. Uh, plus 3,000 or so to win the World Series. They're the third choice if you wanted to bet them to win the AL West. You can get them around plus 450 or so. Fangraphs has them right at about 80 wins. ESPN has them slightly above average, number 14 in the power rankings. They do have a couple of young studs on this team that are worth mentioning. The young prospect, Julio Rodriguez, who they did let start. uh, They did bring up and they will let start. Not one of those guys that they're going to leave down for the first few weeks. And then Jared Kalenic, 22 years old. These two could be really, really good. But like always, young guys, maybe it takes a few years for them. We saw some struggles for Kalenic last year. They brought in Robbie Ray. You got Logan Gilbert, who's a very high upside second-year pitcher. I won a lot of money. I won a couple BTV weekly showdowns last year because of Gilbert. He was someone that I was riding for quite a while. And I actually, I'm very high on Marco Gonzalez this year. There are a lot of splits and a lot of things I was looking into that I think he's actually going to have a really solid kind of under the radar year. So um, this team isn't bad. Matt Brash is a pretty high, uh, is a prospect they like a little bit. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a tad worried about their bullpen, but Biho, their lineup, man, they brought in Winker. They brought in Suarez, you know, and they also brought in <laughs> Frazier. Those are three legitimate MLB hitters. Nah, it's two, two and a half. Suarez, Suarez couldn't hit himself out of a wet paper bag last year. He's, uh, he's Joey Gallo. He's Joey Gallo from the right-handed side. That, that's Eugenio <laughs> Suarez. Right? That's what he is. Uh, look, I think this I think this team's close. I like the moves they've made. Um, again, once you get past the five hole, you just don't really know what you're going to get. J.P. Crawford's not terrible in the nine hole. Yeah, I like that. I like J.P. Going back and Hanager is one of the better like that players. Suarez, like Suarez, Suarez I like Tom Murphy nonsense. Yeah. Um, and again, their rotation, like Robbie Ray, outstanding. Gonzalez has been good. Gilbert, all right. And, you know, flexing them, brash, whatever. I mean. No, that major questions after the top three. Now, now let me throw this out there because you were talking prospects and you didn't mention it. And he's my favorite for the AL Rookie of the Year. My guy, Julio Rodriguez, just did, got the call. He, he actually he's, mentioned him. He oh, literally said his him. name. He Sorry, literally was, said his name. Okay. Pass me some good. Yeah, uh, 12 to 1 for Julio Rodriguez. Guy's an absolute superstar. He plays in a division, again, where it's tough enough where he's going to get more respect than the numbers of the Central but it's not too tough to where he won't be able to put the numbers up. The kid is phenomenal. I love him. 12 to 1. Book that now. Uh, as far I, as the I know we're going Mariners long. Go. I'll make this quick. Mariners underrated. The Mariners were underrated last year. Yeah. They're underrated this year. Yeah. There's value on the Mariners. There's, I, there's absolutely I, value. Brought in three all-stars. Frazier, Suarez, and Winker have all made an all-star team. That's three new all-stars you add to a lineup. Yep. Uh, all right. Robbie Ray as well. Don't you feel? Don't you feel like they're like a year or two away though? Like if uh, I mean, we thought couple, that last year, maybe, and they, okay, they, were, they fair, were all the way. They were in it all the way till the end. They, last they year. feel pretty comparable to the Angels, though, don't they? Just kind of like the of spot they're in. Yeah. Absolutely, like, they don't have the, think, the big star power like the Angels. They don't have Otani and Trout and Rendon, who are three mega stars. But Ty their France staff a good might be player. a little bit better with the top. Oh, part definitely. Of their, 
Yeah. And it's tough well, to play in Seattle. Going to Seattle is. to play they, is tough. That's a wet, damp, cold city. Team players do not like playing in C- in Seattle. It's a my, tough play. They have a legitimate home field advantage. My, my sister's my actually season ticket this. holder up there for the Mariners. Can yeah. they land that one or two big deal before the deadline to make them a legit contender? Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Can they be a team that's on the margins and then says we're going to go for it? I, I don't mind them. I'm going to play them a lot individually, I think, throughout the mm-hmm. year, especially yeah. games. We'll get good you know, numbers on them. They're going to yeah. be undervalued all year long, and you're going to get yeah. a good price, just like we did last year. Last year, they were a money maker, like you you talked about, because they were just undervalued too many Even times. at home. And they're good at yep. home, but they're not yep. overvalued at home. Yep. Nobody's yep. going and betting a ton of money on the Mariners, right? And that's, right. Exactly. that's what it comes down to. Yep. We finish up with the Rangers. They spent a ton of money. We'll see if it'll work out for them. Uh, they are still the fourth choice to win the AL West. They are around 95 plus 9,500 or so to win the World Series. Their projections are in the 74 and a half, 75 range. If you wanted to bet their over under, you could get around 74 and a half. Fangraphs has them slightly over that. And they just spent $500 million on Corey Seager, Marcus Semyon. Uh, they did bring in John Gray, who I think is kind of sneaky, pretty good, and gets out of Coors. Um, and he might be okay in their ballpark. I don't know if they've got enough. I mean, they should be a little bit better or they, they've got at least a couple like fun fantasy guys like Corey Seager should go over there and rake, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, are they going to be competitive? Are they going to be any good Kyle? Uh, will they, op- will they please open the roof and that fucking stadium so we can see more home runs that constantly, I don't know what's going on. People say everyone in Texas is so tough, but then these pussies can't have the roof open. If it's an 85 degree day, <laughs> are you kidding me right now? I mean, it's a joke. It pisses me off every day. The home run totals would double if they would just open the goddamn roof in uh, down there in uh, Texas. But, uh, I mean, they'll be a little bit better. I, I I don't disagree. I like the John Gray thing. You know, outside of that time, I mean, you get past uh, Nate Lowe. Nate Lowe. I mean, you got a couple of Calhouns, a Brad Miller, and Andy. <laughs> a couple of Calhouns. I like that. A couple of Calhouns. Uh, they have the worst possibly the doesn't worst that pitching. sound like a texas lineup though yeah it, it is a couple of couple of <laughs> it does, spencer though, howard right. is spencer howard's basically the worst pitcher you'll ever see pitch so that's not gonna go that's, well uh, that's, a, that's go a good in. fantasy team name a couple calhouns right couple calhouns. <laughs> yeah especially if you're a rangers fan a couple just calhouns. don't have them on you you just yeah. don't yeah don't draft them ever yeah. at all don't even consider it yeah. uh I think they're probably put where they're supposed to be. I appreciate I that they're spending some money and trying to get better. Like they're not going to be complete doormats like they have been. They should certainly be better, especially if those top four or five hitters can stay healthy. They're going to have to score a shit ton of runs again. Yep. Uh, they're going to be a team that uh, we'll probably be talking about team total overs, especially against lefties with Simeon, Garver, Garcia. But uh, they platoon well. Uh, you know, they're going to score runs. They're going to score runs. If the pitching staff is mediocre, then they could maybe see themselves in the postseason, but I wouldn't be. And and this might be one of those teams, since it is a future and you are getting great odds on them, big numbers, maybe a light little sprinkle and hope they can catch lightning in a bottle with their pitching staff and their their bullpen. Because they certainly have the hitters at the top of the lineup to sort of score some runs. B.O., any uh, final thoughts? No, not really. The Texas, they they are what they are. Couple Calhouns, open that roof for the couple couple Calhouns. Let's go. For the Rangers, yeah. uh, I, I'm just glad. 
I know people don't like him. I know people think this and that. I'm very glad that Kershaw didn't end up there and that Kershaw will still be a Dodger because I think that's where he should end up. And I didn't want him to go over there and be lost. At least he'll still get to be in big games and big moments. And you know what? We're going to talk about him tomorrow and them tomorrow. He's had a fantastic spring so far. He's actually looking really, really good and healthy uh, to start the year. So he maybe uh, last year, not having a lot of those innings towards the end of the year where he got hurt, sometimes it ends up being a blessing in disguise. We see it with guys like LeBron where it's like, damn, you play so deep into seasons or even Mahomes, right? You play so many extra games in the playoffs that it ends up being like an extra season after three or four years. And it really starts – to weigh away on Kobe you, was so. a great example of that. Kobe was a fantastic right? Kobe, Tim Duncan, all, all those miles. It, they yep. add up, they really do. And they uh, you know, they start to wear on you. We're gonna wear on you more tomorrow, and we're gonna talk more about the uh, National League. Today was all about the American League. Kyle Biho, we went a little bit longer, but you know what? We got all the good stuff out, and uh when we do our daily previews, it'll be a lot more quick hits, one yeah. game sort of DFS stuff. Today was our big preview, so we wanted to get a little bit more out there. We'll be back tomorrow, noon Eastern time again. We will get you all through the 15 teams in the National League. Kyle, my friend, you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you in a little bit. We're going to be yep. t- back talking some uh, some NBA in just a couple hours. Yep. Beho, my friend, I see you multiple times all day long. I I just yeah. got to check my text sometimes because we we always just like we got we never know. So <laughs> love you, brother. Keep uh, keep yeah. kicking ass over there, and good luck to everyone this baseball season. We'll be back tomorrow. Make sure to check out Bet US and use that promo code BTV. Mm-hmm.